G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. The wonderful Pastor Jeff Vines on the phone with us. Robbo and Becky, how are the dynamic duo? Yeah, we're good, <laughs> Very thank well, you. Thank we're you. good. How are you? Well, we're uh, keeping our head above water, and uh, as I've said before, if the church isn't relevant in these days, it never is relevant. So Yeah, that's right. Uh, probably probably working more hard, more, more uh, it, with more intensity now than we probably ever have. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, mm. certainly it's intensity, but it's a very different look, isn't it? I mean, you know, obviously for you guys, are you in complete lockdown there in, in California? Yes, we are. Uh, we are told that we cannot go anywhere uh, other than the, there are things that have been desi- designed as uh, or designated rather as essential services like grocery stores. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're out, people will, you may get stopped and ask where you're going and you better have a good reason for going out. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're pretty close to that already here as well. So it's, um, yeah, it certainly makes it difficult and different as far as pastoring a flock. I mean, you, you have to do it completely by remote control at the moment. Yeah, and what's really interesting, Robbo, is that, uh, you know, we're having larger attendances <laughs> on the weekends than we've ever had. Wow. Which, which is very, very typical of, um, of America, at least here in the U.S., in crises. Because uh-huh. remember, you have a lot of people that are that refer to themselves as Christians, whether they're nominal or serious or not. Yeah. And so, in the time of uh, difficulty, you always tend to go back on a foundational faith, and uh, we're still not too many generations removed from that. So, uh, young people who maybe grew up in the church or even didn't grow up have some kind of foundation mm. uh, in the Bible and Scripture and God. So they, you, you always go to you your go-to faith or what you ultimately trust in when you go through yeah. a time like this. And I've, I've never lived in a time where I've seen so much fear as I am right now. Mm. Well, it certainly would be, and particularly, I mean, in the States and you know, certain parts of the States even, there has been, like, I guess the, the stats are quite, uh, they are scary. You know, the number of people that are contracting the virus and then the percentage of those that are passing away so you can understand an element of fear or or at the very least uncertainty as to what the future holds yes well you know the the media uh is uh, being pretty straightforward and direct to a great degree um i think that people are beginning to realize that no one's going to be untouched you know at first we thought okay it's the east coast it's new york and it's mm. obviously new york because that's where major travel is okay well it's in chicago well, of course it's in chicago it's one of the busiest airports in the world and then suddenly it's in the South, it's in the Midwest, it's in places where the only explanation is that this is a very contagious disease. Mm. Although the numbers are still uh, quite low, I mean, obviously any death is a death you don't want. Mm. But although the numbers are, the percentage-wise, they're anticipating in America, they're still anticipating it for, to believe, uh, the mor- uh, sorry, the mortality rate to be below 1% because they believe that uh, thousands and thousands of people have the disease that will not show symptoms mm. or that, or that will show mild symptoms. And if you're not careful and you read the media, I mean, there's about five times I thought I had it, you know, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's something that, you know, who doesn't have a, a, a low energy day and a, mm. and a cold. And That's a, right. Yeah. yeah. Or wake up really, with a headache or something like that. 
Exactly. And so uh, that, that's the difficulty of it. And uh, I think the real fear that people uh, fear is that something is going to happen to somebody they love. And when it touches you, when it, mm. you know, it's one thing to be a, a state away, but when it starts touching people that you know and love, it, it's just like any other disease or ailment. It, it, it strikes home and, and people are afraid. Yeah, mm. that's so true. Yeah. So, so how do we counter that? I mean, as a as a pastor, but then as you know, just Christians that are mm. part of a congregation, how do we counter when we're feeling that fear? What's uh, what's your suggestion? What's your recommendation for people? You know, Robbo uh, and Becca, I, I'll tell you that um, th- during these times, this is when you find out who you really are down in the deep recesses of the soul. Mm. You know, you, 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 you know, one of my favorite posters that I've ever seen, uh, I was over in New Zealand uh, on a little speaking tour. It must have been about 10 years ago. And I walked down in the basement of the Spitzer and Byron Hotel there in Takapuna on the North Shore. I've been there. There's a huge poster of Muhammad Ali. Mm. And the huge poster had a caption. He's delivering a right hook. And the caption below said that the battle is won long before the fight begins. Mm. And for Christ followers, who have spent their lives uh, getting to know Jesus intimately, and there's the power of the Word that is in them right now, and it's no longer Christ, it's no longer they who live, but Christ who lives in us. What is happening? What I'm finding is those those who have a, a, a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, there's a concern and an angst. I mean, it's natural. But what's happening is, if you've got that deep relationship with Him, there's this overarching peace that is there that really guides you every day. So, yeah, there's a concern. I mean, you take you take someone like me, for instance, guys, just in view of total transparency here. Yeah, I don't sleep as well. But the reason I don't sleep as well right now is because I have a daughter in Kazakhstan yeah. who is the apple of my eye who I can't get to if something happens to her. Yeah, yeah. sure. If she, if she, if she, she's there on behalf of the Lord Jesus, but I don't own her. God mm-hmm. owns her. She's been bought with a price. But that still doesn't mean I'm not a father who loves my 24-year-old daughter mm. and is concerned that the virus may happen there and she won't have the medical concern or the love of her family gathered around her. So, sure, that happens, but, but it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't determine who I am and, how, and my demeanor 24 hours a day. Mm. Those are thoughts that occur, but the overarching, the centralized joy that's in the Christ follower knows that you know what? One day the virus will get us all. Mm. Something will get us eventually. Yeah, that's right. Everyone. You know, like I've said before, the death ratio has never changed. It's one per person. That's right. Yep. And you will you will face that. So the real issue is, where is your hope? And the thing that should lift your spirits right now as a Christ follower is I'm amazed at how many of my family members are going to church online. Mm. Yeah. They used to have no interest in spiritual things. And so that is a good thing. Now, would I want a virus to have to do that? Absolutely not. Mm. Somebody asked me the other day, well, why doesn't God put up his hand and say, this far, no further? And my response to that is, you know what? I'm just, not, I'm just super underqualified to be God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't qualify for the job. So we Christians, we need to speak about the things about which we're certain, not the things that we are uncertain. Yeah. And the things I'm certain about, the thing I'm most certain about is, Historically speaking, God stepped into time and space, and he revealed to us that there is a kingdom that no virus will ever touch. And if we're willing to come into that kingdom by humility, just by, by admitting who we really are, and that 
uh, to a large degree, the impact of our world has a lot to do with the brokenness and sin that we brought into it. If we'll just humble ourselves, he promises to give us a kingdom that will never mm. end. And for those who are Christ followers, it's so real in them. That kingdom is so real and present in them that, yes, they pray, but it's like my mother-in-law. You know, I've got my mother-in-law and my father-in-law in my house right now, and they're in their 80s. And according to the Center for Disease Control, they are the most susceptible. Mm. But, you know, she gets up every morning at 530 and prays. My father-in-law and I play a little Tiger Woods golf in the afternoon when I'm home. <laughs> and you know what? Both of them both of them say, well, I'm not worried. I just, you know, I'm in the hands of God. Yeah. Okay. You know, but just one more quick thing. I just have been reading a fantastic work on the Negro spiritualist songs. Now, we can say that on air. Uh, and uh, the Negro spiritualist songs were incredible songs of faith. And, and there's been all kinds of studies done on how, when the African American was enslaved in this country, how on earth were they able to survive the way that they did under incredibly difficult, harsh treatment that would just gruesome treatment uh, by, the, by the, the slave masters. And the reason that they were able to survive during such tough times is not because of the songs. These spiritual songs were incredible. I don't know, I don't know if you grew up, I mean, we grew up even in, in the South singing some of these songs. Mm. Uh, he has the whole world in his hands. Yep. I wonder if we knew that that, where that originates. And, uh, you know, swing low, swing chariot. They <laughs> come and pretty carry me home. Yeah. You know, these songs came out of a resolved that justice was real, that heaven was real, that anyone we lost, we would be reunited again in the kingdom that is to come. And that gave them the resolve to believe they had the right to live, but ultimately their lives were in the hands of God, because anything that was stripped from them, one day would come when we would all stand before God, and we would give an account for the way we've lived our lives, treated each other. Mm. And there is a kingdom where there will be no sorrow, no mourning, no crying, mm. no pain. Yeah, so amen. I loved uh, this this reading and this understanding was very encouraging to to know in a very real way the African American community has really established for us the way to survive. That's so cool. Great mm. reminder. Just one other thing quickly before we go, sure. Pastor Jeff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, next weekend's Easter, and it's uh, sort of snuck up on us and. It's going to look very, very different from what it typically does. Normally churches do outreaches and all sorts of other things uh, to spread the message of Easter. But uh, how yeah, do we actually we commemorate gonna... Easter when we're all locked in our homes? What, have you thought about that, or have you had members of your church that have been creative as far as how they can uh, spread the message of Easter uh, in isolation? Yeah, well, again, this is the anomaly and at the same time opportunity because we are finding that as we encourage our people to go to social media and invite their friends to be part of a viewing group. So they're called viewing groups. Now, the thing about it is they're not viewing in the same home. They're all going online uh, and viewing together and then speaking to each, chatting to each other online as they mm. watch the service. Yeah. So, so what's, what's really interesting, Robo, is that, uh, you know, I may not, I may be intimidated to go into a church building if I haven't been there for a while, but there's no intimidation whatsoever if I'm in my living room talking to my mates watching mm. a service. So mm. we expect to have the largest Easter attendance that we've ever had, and we're having these things called, I call them view, but they're called watch parties, where we're watching together groups of 20, yep. Yep. separated, not in the same room, 
but we're talking to each other, chatting to each other. And then, you know, I really rewrote my message in the, in the course of this. I, I usually write my Easter message in September the year before because we're, we're doing things a year out in planning. But I rewrote it because I thought, what a great year to be simple. Mm. This is the year for the simplicity of the gospel. Yeah. I don't need to try to defend the resurrection. I don't need to be an apologist this weekend. Easter weekend. What I need to do is give you the, just here's the truth of Jesus. Here's who he was. Here's what he said. Here's mm. what he did. And, he, and when he died, he went into death and blew a hole out the back of it. And, and all <laughs> that will follow him will go into a, a life everlasting. So it, this is a, I really challenge my, my pastor friends to reconsider and to think, man, if there's ever a time to, be, to, be, to have profundity with simplicity and clarity, yeah. this, is the, this is the weekend to do it of That's all the great. thousands and thousands that will be listening. Excellent. Mm. Such a good reminder. Excellent. That's so true. So good to hear from you, Pastor Jeff. We love Jeff. chatting Thank to you, you for Pastor your time. Jeff. I love Australia, and I want you to know I'm praying for you. Seriously, I love the, the place I'm going to retire, man. we got to get this place ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, don't retire yet because all the golf clubs are closed at the moment, but when they reopen, you can retire then. You got it. Thanks for <laughs> you guys. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.